Thank you for calling Columbia Insurance. Please press zero to speak with the first available agent, or if you know your party's extension, you may dial. Please stay on the line while your call is transferred to the operator. Columbia Insurance, how may I direct your call? Yeah, can I speak to Ryan, please? Just one moment. This is Ryan. Mr. Anderson, this is Joey Jingola. How you doing, sir? Good, how you doing? I'm doing well. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. How'd you, how'd you like our um, our phone tree? Do you like that? Or I'm not sure I feel about the way you're asking me that question, Ryan. It kind of feels like you're kind of creeping alongside like an elementary school in an old conversion van wearing a trench coat or something. It's like, want some candy? I'm kidding. That's my good buddy, Ryan Anderson of Columbia Insurance in beautiful Eugene, Oregon. And he is asking me in a very, maybe slightly creepy way, what I thought of his phone tree and the truth, the true story is, um, I mean, it's, it's okay, Ryan, it's not bad. But what I actually went on to tell Ryan is that I was actually kind of chasing him for a couple weeks as to, to be on the podcast. So first thing, a little housekeeping, uh, sincerest apologies to Ryan and the next guest on uh, the show that you'll probably hear on Thursday. Um, you ever move like, you know, houses, apartments, whatever, and you just kind of forget to to move something out of box or something well i had i had this recording this call from ryan uh in another folder in the move a couple months back so this got this got it got lost i'm gonna be honest and um had a little panic attack anyways i found it getting ryan on the podcast and so anyways i told ryan i said hey ryan um you know honestly i've, I've been chasing you for a couple weeks and i couldn't get a hold of you i called you a couple different times now ryan's out on the west coast i'm not on the east coast Eastern Standard Time, the real time zone, uh, you know, and I'm trying to get a hold of him. So it was a little bit of a challenge. We're playing a little bit of a dance. I don't ever like to leave messages, but anyway, it's not his fault. So I couldn't get a hold of Ryan. He's asking me about his phone tree, which is fitting. Then we go on to this whole conversation. But what gives, Ryan? Why, uh, why can't I get a hold of you? Trying to be outside the, that's my new goal is to be outside the office, knocking down doors, which is which isn't bad. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Uh, yes. Okay. The only problem is, is if any of those doors that you happen to knock on want to get back in touch with you, then they got to be able to, you know, there's got to be, they're probably going to leave a message. I get it. It's the th- I'm, I'm just, so here's the thing. The question is how easy is your communication? Because I think I feel that, you know, phone trees, whatever. Um, I, you know, I think there's, you know, We've had this discussion. Ryan's, you know, obviously lit them on fire several different ways, uh, which, whichever, you know, I mean, I think if you, if you are, you know, whatever, we're not really going to get into the phone tree. I don't, I don't want to do that. What I do want to do, <laughs> I'm trying real hard not to, but uh, what we are going to do is talk about the ease of communication in which somebody might interact with you. Because again, you know, Phone tree, if somebody calls phone tree, you know, uh, puts in an extension, leaves a message. Okay, I'm on the phone tree. I said I wasn't going to do this. 
uh, I do feel just in my dealings in my just the ongoings of calling agents, I find that sometimes it's harder than it needs to be. I'm not saying you're, I'm not putting your face on a poster here, Ryan. I'm just saying it came up. We actually talked about it. So I felt like embracing it here for the first show. Not the best. I understand not the best first impression. We will, we will, it will improve. I promise Ryan, but I I think it's important, right? Because I, I just, I think we don't put a lot of thought into the continuity, the continuous experience that somebody may or may not have when communicating with your agency. You know, is it consistent with from when they call in to when they might actually talk to you to how you might actually get back in touch with them? And then ultimately, what type of other communication and follow-ups are you going to have? Um, because I, I don't know that we necessarily kind of map that out as to what those look like. And it's not always the most exciting thing, exhilarating thing to do, but I think it's something that should at least be contemplated once every now and then. You know, I mean, this isn't something that happens all the time. This is a once a year, maybe once every couple years sort of thing. I mean, it's not, it's not that ongoing consistent. It's like, Hey, let's do the work. Let's test it out. Maybe, you know, if you're revamping it for the first time, maybe do it for, you know, six months and then see how it's going. But, um, you know, it should be, there should be a lot of different ways. And now again, my example here is, is, is dramatically exaggerated in the fact that I was purposely trying to keep my um, you know, communication a secret until I actually got Ryan on the phone. So full disclosure there, this is not necessarily a true representation of that. Um, however, you know, I just, I do feel like we are making it harder on ourselves than necessary because again, you know, Ryan's saying, I want to get out of the office. I want to do the thing. I want to, I want to connect with people. But at the same time, if you have that connection and they, and, and you want to follow up with them, that's also got to be pretty easy too. I'm like, I'm like uh, Frankenstein here with my emails. I got to do a manual and, and gather all that stuff. It's, so if I had, uh, let's say if I had an email list, I would, um, we separate that from just the entire agency in general. So if it's just marketing to the entire book, we have so many separate books, but all in Epic. Instead of me going in here and manually doing our setting up follow-ups and, uh, and so I just kind of, you know, my small list, which I've just, I mean, we've got it from leads and whatnot that I've just slowly just started developing. I mean, you're talking like 20 people here that I kind of follow up with, but. Ryan. That sounds terrible. Gonna be honest, I can't lie, just there's really not a whole lot that sounded really appealing. I wish I could kind of have that last 30 seconds of my life back. But, all right, let's dive in. I'm cracking my knuckles, I'm stretching, I'm limbering here because let's dive into what this would ultimately be called. A little, I mean, email marketing, email automation, I don't know, something like that. Email segmentation. A lot of fun email, like this is, all right. If you, and I know that, I know, I know that there's more agencies out there that probably face this challenge that maybe should, but if you don't have a place, you know, again, depending on the size, the scope, whatever the makeup of your agency, right? You know, Ryan's saying they got a lot of different books, so there's frustration there. It sounds like they might only be set up to blast the entire agency. They don't have specific lists for specific, you know, homeowners policies, home and auto policies, whatever, right? I'm, I'm sure that this is 
way more common than I want to just assume. But you need to get yourself a tool that allows you to communicate and segment to as many different types of people within your agency as possible, right? And, you know, Ryan's out there banging on the doors. He's, he's trying to bring in the business, but he needs to be, you know, building that list as well, right? So everybody that, you know, if he does knock on a door, it's, oh, hey, great, nice to meet you, sir, whatever, you know, that thing is. And I don't know if we, I can't remember exactly, again, I forgot about this call, so I'm not exactly sure what we talk about. If we get into Ryan's niche uh, or not, if he's got one, honestly, Ryan, I'm a bad friend. I can't remember any of this, but um, the point is, is that, you know, while he's out there knocking on the doors, oh, great, hey, uh, can I send you this? Can I get the email, that, whatever, right? There's gotta be something and he's gotta be able to come back, put it into a system and it can't be a half a day sort of thing that, you know, goes into just thinking about just making sure you've got the right people to actually talk to. And this is even, this is even a pretty big problem if you do have, you know, a relatively decent management system and a relatively advanced marketing automation system because those two are not always kept up to date and keeping both up to date constantly is a struggle if you're just dealing with the smaller agency, right? Because let's say somebody cancels in the management system, there's a pretty good chance that that's not telling your marketing automation system. And even though some management systems pretend, oh, so hard try to pretend that they have some marketing automation functionalities, it's usually never as good as it needs to be. And 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 that was kind of one of always one of my biggest failures is 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 um, making that happen. You know, a, a QQ HubSpot, uh, you know, kind of marriage would been you know would be awesome. So it's keeping those those lists current, up to date, so you can go in with you know again much like the video advice that I personally give is you know within a matter of a few clicks you're off to the races. You're going. You're not thinking about the thing because guess what? The more time it takes you to set up the thing, the less time the thing's actually going to get done. So communicating with your clients in a way that is one enjoyable and easy for them is probably recommended and two being able to continue that conversation where you're you know not not struggling with how to follow up what is next because that's going to stand in the way of of more business getting done and it's not hard, right? So start, let's, I guess let's name some tools, right? Let's actually name some tools because there's no reason, no reason that every agency, if you have nothing, if you have nothing, there's no reason you shouldn't have a MailChimp account. Even a basic free MailChimp account is gonna let you get some of this done, at least the list segmentation, right? I believe with a free MailChimp account, and, and we actually use MailChimp for Agency Nation to send out our emails. I mean, we have the, paid pro account, whatever, but we use MailChimp. Uh, maybe not for long, but we'll see. Um, there's no reason that you shouldn't at least have a free MailChimp account, even like a paid MailChimp account. It's like 20 bucks a month. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's that much. I don't know. I can't remember, but that's going to at least let you have a place to segment your lists to say, Hey, this is my contractors list. This is my restaurants list. This is my home and auto list, whatever, you can have your different lists, right? You can build them, you can, you know, plug that into your site, preferably to where people would fill out forms. And when they opt in on those forms, you can then direct them to be on those specific lists. And then when you need to, hey, guess what? 
it's ready, it's there for you. You can send any type of communication you want. Now, if we want to just go because we can and why not, if we're going to take it one step further, and I think you have to pay to get the automation functionality with MailChimp, but you know, while you're at it, while you're at it, this is the perfect time to create your own little, the word that I, I never like this drip marketing, I just, I don't like it. It sounds like you have a drug problem. I'm not entirely sure, but create your email list campaign, right? Let's do that. Let's, let's create something that when they are added to this list or when they opt into this list, there's a few things that you actually want to send them. You kind of drip it out, right? You, yeah. You let them do you, you it's going to easily catch them up to speed, right? So you don't have to think about it. You're taking something off of your plate. And this is where you'll find that if you have a library of content to pull from to draw from, it's a whole lot easier because it's oh hey, here's three or four things that I think you need to know. And here's maybe two or three more things that you might want to know. And the list goes on and on. And you can do this for as long or as little as you want. You know, again, basic, most basic email like sequence, let's just say maybe two to three emails. Hey, welcome this. You, know, you give them the email right away. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for whatever, blah, blah, blah. Then you hit them with the second one. Oh, by the way, you know, if you're really thinking about this, these are two things that are going to change your mind forever, whatever. I don't know, some stupid copywriting thing. You hit them with whatever the thing is. You write the thing, you do the thing. Maybe the third one is, you know, whatever. You can you can include a big right hook if you want. If you go for four, five, six, seven things. Oh, by the way, now that we've kind of moved our way down this process through the emails, uh, what do you think about maybe scheduling a call? You can click right here, grab a time on my calendar that works best for you. All of this good stuff. I'm kind of getting worked up. I'm kind of getting going. I don't know. Whatever, right? This is, I mean, this is the most basic stuff to make, you know, the communication easy. And it starts with, from the first time that they try and call you or the, you, know, you actually going out to prospecting them to them being able to move all the way down, getting closer and closer to the sale along the way for you to deliver that information and value without even thinking about it. And the goal is, is if somebody just does reach out and says, hey, I wanna talk to Ryan, and they're referencing something in an email, like email five or six that you kind of forgot about because you wrote it a year ago, and you forget the content that's actually in it. Oh yeah, that's great. I'm glad that that was helpful. And you didn't do anything, right? The content's a year, two years old. It's work you did. Maybe it's a weekend thing. Maybe it's a two-day project or whatever the case is. It's something that's not going to take dramatically that long to set up, but have dramatically long-lasting impacts on the way people easily communicate with your agency. All right, I need, I need a little parenting advice because this is something that I've been kind of noticing a little bit a little more, like every day, basically every day that I pick my daughter up from preschool and I just, I'm not sure what to do about it. Uh, so again, this is a father-daughter situation problem where I noticed the little boys, you know, they're just, they're just a little, just, they're, you know, they're just, you know, they're just, they're just paying attention to her and I'm just looking at them paying, I'm just, at what age is it appropriate for a dad to just kind of put it out there that, hey, listen, we got a long time before a friend's kid. I mean, they're like five right now. I feel like it's a little, little, little early. But, I mean, it's just you always want to serve notice, right? It's just, hey, listen, it's going to be a while. And you got a lot of work to do to even think about anything, right? You're in preschool, you got kindergarten, you got junior high. you got a long way to go, kid. 
Uh, at what point is it just like, hey, I'm just gonna put that out there? Is it just kind of this subtle vibe that you can kind of put out, just kind of give the kid like, you know? I mean, I don't say you gotta be like, you know, verbally abuse him or anything. That's probably not recommended. But uh, what's the what's the tolerance level? What are some tricks? Like, because I mean, for all the, I mean, I'm sure there's dads out there that have you know daughters that are much older. And this is like a legitimate problem for them. So I'm just kind of wanting to get ahead of the curve, wanting to kind of develop the skills subtly now while it's kind of low pressure situations. You know, basically, you know, like the worst I have to worry about is like a Lego situation. I'm not entirely sure, but whatever. Joey at agencynation.com. Very weird. I just, you know, it's one of the things you kind of see happening, and it's like, I don't know what to do with this. I don't know what to do with this. And, okay. One thing I can tell you that you might want to consider is uh, Agency Nation University, just because that was the worst segue in show history, hands down, period. Uh, agencynation.com slash university is where you can go to definitely learn how to make sure your communication with all of your clients and prospects is as easy as it can be i think sure yes agencynation.com slash university